Hello everyone, I'm your host Justin Homer and welcome back for our fourth episode of Life's Laughs and Loggers. Uh, this week I got a really good close friends of mine from Warren, Ohio, Modern Methods Brewing Company. And the two beers uh, got a treat. The two beers that I'm going to be drinking tonight is There Goes a My Hero. It's a proper German style Goza Sour Ale. And for our second session, we're going to be talking about Rogina. Uh, Rogina is Slavic means family. And uh, it's a Czech amber lager. Uh, it's beautiful. We've I've I've been a fan of this beer for a long time, and uh, what we have something special here is uh, my buddy Adam Keck and and Jeff Constantine and Hannah and Alex and everybody up at Modern Methods doesn't know is I have one of the original bottles that we're drinking tonight from the uh, the original uh, batch that they released. So I saved it. Uh, I guess for a rainy day. So that's going to be on our second segment. But first, I want to kind of give a little background on Modern Methods. So Modern Methods is in Warren, Ohio, and Northeast Ohio, a little bit north of, uh, of Youngstown in Trumbull County. Yeah, Warren was the home of the Packard car back, uh, back in the you know, 20s through the 40s. Uh, the Packards used to do the engines during World War II. So there's a lot of history in Warren in that area. And Modern Methods is actually the first craft brewery to be in Warren since 1880. So this is a lot of history here. Uh, one of the things you'll notice on their logo when you go to their page is there's a lot of homages to the, the uh, Packard history uh there's a lot to that they really represent warren and uh they they love being the hometown brewery of warren ohio and to be honest I, they're they're friends of ours they're part of our, our local brewers guild and the 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 liquid's amazing i think they do a great job as all of our local breweries do here in, in the youngstown uh mahoning valley area of Northeast Ohio so uh, also they're located in David Grohl Alley so a lot of people probably listening goes David Grohl that name sounds familiar he was a drummer of a little band called Nirvana and also one of the uh, founding members of the Foo Fighters so when you go up there one of the neatest things about that visit when you go through the alley is they have this little metal sculpture I said shouldn't say little it's pretty much almost like a life-size sculpture of David Grohl on the drums and made out of like pipe and metal. Uh, really cool. If you were a 90s, uh, if you were in the 90s like I was uh, through school and you kind of listen to Nirvana and then the course of then the Foo Fighters. So really cool local attachment to it. And um, yeah, that. It's just really, really, really awesome setup when you go in there. Uh, really, they, they have some really nice big fermenters. Everything that when you go in there has a very rustic look to it inside. Kind of an industrial rustic look, which goes back to Warren's history, uh, being an industrial town. And 
the beer is going to be very uh, European centric, very uh, traditionalist, but in the same text, the modern flair and some of the uh, all the do the new styles that are out there too, and the sours and everything. But one thing that Adam and Jeff, Hannah and Alex and everybody and, and don't forget Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. But um, everybody at Modern Methods uh, have a a subtlety to be traditionalist. They love their lagers. Uh, they love the traditional style of beer. I mean, a Adam brought a Welsh mild ale uh, to us the one time that was just unbelievable. And uh, I've been a fan of that beer since. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get, get into this one. So as I said, the name of this first beer is called There Goes My Hero. Uh, a little touch to... Uh, Dave Grohl and Foo Fighters. Uh, you're looking at like a 5.5% um, alcohol. Uh, yeah, traditional gozas go back to the Bavarian uh, influence of sour beers being a digestive and um, kind of a, a, an appetite for a digestive after a big meal or before a big meal. So here we go. Cheers. There's the ceremonial pop, and you can hear the the liquid pouring out. Lots of beautiful stuff, man. Is this thing clear? Wow. Um, like I said, a traditional Bavarian style sour ale. Uh, one thing that you notice in a goza when it's a traditional goza is you're looking at sea salt, coriander. Uh, basic things that are a traditional goza. One of the ones that I uh, love, it's a traditional uh, Leipzig or Leipzig um, goza. It's called Bayern Borschaf. It is actually an old railroad station in, in Leipzig, Germany. And I've had that in my store, uh, the Casual Pint. And uh, I think Adam might have been a fan of that and kind of went and did his own little thing here so now that this is settled down one thing i will say about this beer for a sour is man there's a lot of carb a lot of little bubbles coming up and those little happy bubbles and you know a little bob ross there it, it's really a pretty beer so here we go cheers oh yeah that's a crusher just a real easy beer to drink uh like I said, sea salt, coriander. Some of the nice things is when, when it's aged in, in, in a steel pot or in a fooder, uh, you get this uh, kind of like creamy, lemony taste to it. So uh, Gozas are very good year-round. Great style for that. They were, You can drink it when it's colder than cold or when you have a heat snap like we've had. In our what we call our fall spring here in Northeast Ohio, so I'm gonna have another drink of this real quick and kind of give you a little more detail. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just gritty, beautiful goza. These guys don't miss. Uh, uh, there goes on my hero has definitely made me made a hero and a fan out of this guy great beer uh the can's cool you got a lot of that uh 
superhero, uh, superwoman, uh, like supergirl type look to this on the can. <laughs> and I love that the fact that the supergirl is literally, or the modern method supergirl is holding a big giant hop, um, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, just 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 a really cool beer. Uh, I I like to think that Dave Grohl would be happy with this beer, being it's his, it's from his hometown and and uh, it's a nice homage. So um, I'm looking forward to finishing this beer here and talking a little bit more on the next clip with uh, the Rogino. Uh, like I said, beautiful, beautiful beer. If you've never been, stop up and see them. They're in Dave Grohl Alley in, in Warren, Ohio. Uh, Adam Keck, Jeff Constantine, Hannah Ferguson, Alex Marks, and Sarah Braun. Just great people, great beer, and uh, they just never disappoint me. I've, I've, <laughs> I've bought, been, been a business partner with them and a fan uh, for almost three years now, and I have not had a beer that I just went, okay, that's freaking awesome. Just really solid beer across the styles. So give these guys a shout and uh, tell them I sent you. And uh, we're going to take a break, listen word from our sponsor, and I will come back with Rogina. Welcome back to the second part of Life, Laughs, and Loggers. Uh, just going back to what I was talking about before in doing this segment on Modern Methods. Uh, the next beer that we're going to talk about has a nice little meaning for a lot of the Mahoning Valley and a lot of us out there. Um, this one here is called Rosina, Rosina Lager. It's made normally for our Simply Slavic Festival that is done through the Mahoning Valley with all the different countries of Eastern Europe represented. And uh, Rogina is a simple term of family, homeland. Um, it can be a, a, a very you know, beautiful woman in, in Czech. Um, the beer itself is known as a Pomatve Pivo. So um, it's a Bohemian uh, Pilsen and Caramel Malt Amber Lager, typical Czech or Seske Saz hops, and um, just a really good beer. Uh, I look forward to this beer every year. 
This is one of my favorites. 5.7 Czech Amber. Um, this is a definite beer that when I get a phone call from Mr. Keck, I get excited about. And we, ha we actually do have this in cans at the Casual Pint. Um, but this is a special beer here tonight. This one here, I'm going to even date this. Is it about two years old? So it's been live lagered, self-lagered this in my own home for two years. I kept it just for a special occasion. I figured it'd be a good time tonight to share it with you. So, um, as I get ready to go ahead and go into this beer, let me give you a little more of uh, the history of the word and the meaning of Rogina. Uh, like I said, in Czech, Slovak, Polish, and most of Eastern Europe, it's known as family. Uh, there was a time during Marxism and through the uh, changing of the czars into you know, communism and socialistic uh, communism from uh, Russia, where it was a political party name for the governmental party of the, you know, the United Soviet Socialist Republic. So sometimes people don't really <laughs> appreciate the name Rosina. Uh, as nice as some parts of the Eastern Europe does. But uh, we're taking it as the Czech words for this, and, uh, and it is the basis of literally family, household, uh, going home. And, uh, you know, through this whole crazy pandemic that we've been going through, whether you have family all over the country, all over the world, um, different parts all over this wonderful you know blue and green marble that spins uh rosina will always take you home take you back to family and uh friends and as we progress through this tough times uh this is a great little beer to just kind of remember all the good things prior to this pandemic that we have done as and what's going to be even better once we get through all these tough times so i'm going to go ahead and pop the top because this one's old enough that uh jeff and adam might not remember this one came in the old germanic bottles about 19.2 so i got a nice little nice little lager to pull so give me a second here just in case i might have an explosion uh just because it's been lagered that long so i'm going to make sure i got it over the glass and slowly take this lid off because there's a lot of carbonation. Oh, mama. Come on. This is also going to be opened up at roughly close to room temperature. So you're going to be about 38 to 40 degrees, which is proper for what you would drink this style. And... Uh, Prague or like Budjves or any of the regions of the Czech. I was lucky enough to go over and I will definitely always talk about this. Me and my wife during our honeymoon we went over to Prague and it was probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. The architecture, everything is just so beautiful over there. There's a lot of history um, a lot of things that you didn't even know about, like the uh, 
a lot of the, the roads, how they used to go underneath the roads during World War II to uh, go in and um, supply for the Allies to go against the uh, Axis powers and lots of neat things. There was a bone church. If you're ever in Prague, the bone church is a definite much. Literally, it's a bone made out of human remains, um, which is really intense. If you're hearing these bubbles, that's two years of pressure. So I am truly sorry it's taken this long for me to pop this thing because I really don't want it to go all over my keyboard, but uh, which is awesome. To see this much pressure means I really think this beer is going to pour out like a champ once I get there. But uh, other things about Prague that I did love, um, the <laughs> there was the... Um, Celestial clock, uh, which was really cool. There's a clock that runs on the sun. It was the only one made in, the, in in all of Europe and all over the world because the king loved it so much, he beheaded the man that made it. Hold on, we're just going to try to rip the Band-Aid off here, folks. Give me one second. Almost there. Okay. All right. Nazdrovi. Letting this go. Wow, we had a lot, of, a lot of bubbles. These guys really charged this thing up. I'm gonna have to give Adam a kudos on this one. This thing held up really well. Um, it's still going right now. So we're gonna take a couple minutes just to kind of give a little more background. I do have a couple Czech beers that I really love. That's why I love the style. Um, I'm lucky enough that next week we're going to be bringing into the store uh, Kozil Terne, which I actually had over there. It's a dark lager, 3.8. Similar to this style here. It's a Terne. It's a dark lager. Just a great, easy drinking beer. Um, as they call in in, uh, in in Eastern Europe, Robotsi people. It's working class beer. So... You know, it's it's nice, good drinking beer. Uh, the other one I just got in, I got one of two cases in the whole state of Ohio, uh, Unetsky Pivolvar, and I'm probably going to touch base on that one next week because I love this beer so much. It's unfiltered, unpasteurized lager that they literally ship over in a tank from, from the Czech Republic, and uh, it's one of the best. If not, one of, if not the best uh, loggers that I've ever had. So uh, this is pretty amazing. Uh, this beer's I've had this beer for at least, and I'm going to double check, and I might have to re-edit this later, but um, I think I've had this beer for at least two years, maybe even longer. And, uh, man, it just held up. Golly, they really did a nice job. So... Let's give it a pull. Let's give this thing a swig. Here we go. Nazdrovi. Man, just like I had it the first day. Even though it's even better because the malts are talking now, which is cool. Uh, when you lager these beers, now I know... Uh, in typical terms for the guys and, and guys and ladies at, at Modern Methods, uh, when they're loggering something, they're very similar to like Noble Creature, who we had on our first episode. 
both of these guys, and they logger out. They're loggering out 30 to 40 days minimum, and you can taste it. It's pretty awesome. This is this beer is awesome. I I'm, I really don't have much much more to say than that. It's Rosina. This great beer. Uh, yeah, when you drink it cold, sometimes I think you lose a little bit. And I think that's the problem in the United States right now is we're so, so literally, <laughs> we're so conditioned on drinking ice cold beer that that ice cold beer, you're losing a lot of your taste buds. I mean, a lot of your taste buds. I mean, there's only like so many parts of the tongue that can be utilized during that cold beer taste. Now, there's no get me wrong. When it's 90 degrees out, I like a nice cold beer too. It's like anybody else. But preferably when it's things like this that are kind of near and dear to, to myself and special, I like to drink it pretty similar to what we did when we were in Europe at about what we consider in in the craft industry about 38 to 42 degrees. 38 is what, what all the uh, Cicerone notes are that they prefer craft beer at. I personally like my lagers sometimes even pushing close to 43, 44, um, I, especially the Germanic ones because they have a little bit more of a hot, a hot base. But the Czech ones, ugh. Bohemians just know how to make beer. There's no doubt about it. You, you can drink any beer out there. I mean, think about it, folks. You have all the options of drinking plenty of beer, but you can get guys like Modern Methods that do this, and, I'm, and I've told him this many a times, and I'll tell him again. I'll tell Adam, you guys hit this on the head. This is like takes me back to a train ride in Prague. Just enjoying the, the Charles River and, you know, working my way up to the castle to go see the King's Castle and address the guards at, in Prague. This is just a great, great beer. And I will suggest once we get through this pandemic, if you've never been to uh, Eastern Europe, it's awesome. Uh, the exchange rate's great. Um, it's really one of the most beautiful places uh, me and my wife even said it. I mean, uh, my, my in-laws are, I've said before, from Poland. And then on my father's side, uh, my grandmother came from Slovakia. And uh, my father, grandfather's fam side of the family was from southern Poland. So it was very, um, for someone who's never been in Europe before, to be over there, it was very, it felt very at ease. And I think that's the culture. If you've never really experienced that in Europe, uh, it's something to really, it's, it's a nice breath of uh, fresh air compared to sometimes our rat race in the United States. So let me get another pull of this because this is it's just well done. Oh, dobre. That's good. That's real good. Oh. But um, I will say this, Modern Methods does phenomenal beer. They work with a lot of the food trucks too. We Our local food truck scene's been great. Uh, we've got guys like Sean Sweeney, he's a good friend of mine, Movable Feast, a uh, friend of mine, uh, 
fellow Polacco, uh, Alicia Vion. She has uh, Bopch's Lunchbox. There's just there's a handful right there, but there's so many really, really good food options in Youngstown. Uh, it's probably why I try to work out as much as I can between beer and food, um, just to be slightly thin. But uh, they they work. They do a lot of food food pairings too. They do a little supper club and and uh, like like we do we a lot of do a lot of offers too with them. And like I said, you'll go in there and you'll feel very welcome. Um, and I know during the during the pandemic here, there was a lot of times where they were just takeout only. So just due to the sheer size of the space, it's not a big space, but it's very like I said before, very welcoming. So now they're starting to as we've lifted our curfew here in Ohio, and uh, we're starting to space things out and even more as as best we can. And you know things are progressing. I would, I would. This is a, this is a, a road trip. Wherever, wherever you're located in, in the country, and I really do appreciate everybody really following us along, and uh, really taking this ride with us through this wonderful, wonderful uh, experience. But this is a definite trip to go see and go see these guys, as is all our brewers here locally. I, I'll, I'll say it, and I'll. I'll stand by it. We we might have the best little brewing community in the in the country, and um, I just don't say that because I'm in the beer industry. I drink their beer. I know their beer, and I'm a fan of their beer. It's not uh, just for salesmanship or or goating you into just making a trip. You're not going to be disappointed. It's pretty much the same way as saying that this area has got the best Italian food because. It does. I've been a lot of places, and beer and Italian food, I think Youngstown's knocked out <laughs> in, in the Mahoning Valley. So um, that's going to be it for me this week. I really appreciate, the, like I said, the, the continued support and uh, the following. And like I said, come on in. Give us give us a chance uh, at the Casual Plank. Grab a beer or two. You might, we're going to start putting together um, – a six pack for our next couple episodes so that you can drink along with us uh or if you just feel like getting a beer or two just to drink along from per episode if you're in the if you're locally in the area feel free to stop in ask me what what the what the next beer is going to be in the podcast and i'll gladly set you up and um that way if there's beers that i've talked about give me a shout we've got them i'll gladly put put you in the right direction and if I don't have it here, and it's the local breweries, go see them. Support local. Support the Mahoney Valley, and support the craft industry. Craft beer is family. It is Rosina. It is all of us fighting to keep a great small business and small family-owned business life way of life, really. So... Again, thank you so much, and we'll see you next week here on Life's Laughs and Loggers.